the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Abraham Lincoln warned that the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. Would you like to know what's being taught in today's classrooms? Welcome to Say What? with attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Roska Jr. They'll explore the issues facing children, parents, and society as a result of the public schools and the forces behind them. Say What? is the radio program of Protect Our Kids, which seeks to inform and equip concerned citizens about the looming crisis in American education. So listen in as your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Roska Jr., unpack the issues and organizations affecting our children. And now here's your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Roska Jr. Hello everyone, I'm George Roska. And I'm Mark Schneider. And we want to welcome you to today's episode 36 of Say What? Where we talk about the threats to our children in the public school system, including something deviously called social and emotional learning. That's right, George. You know, we have talked about this before, but this is such an important topic that we thought we should bring this up again. I mean, when you first hear that term, social and emotional learning, you probably think, well, what's wrong with that? But as we're going to find out, this is an insidiously dangerous topic. It sounds like it came out of a Hallmark movie where you just want to wrap up in a blanket and Oh, that's just for ladies, not for guys. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> we find that a lot in the terms that um, the people are using in the school system today, and that particularly applies to SEL, and that's the short name for social and emotional learning. It's really, George, as you well know, a kind of replacement parenting where the government operating through the school system acts in loco parentis, uh, for teaching values, ethics, decision-making, uh, and self-management. In fact, it's the state's method, really, of character training, but not in the sense that most people think of when they think of character attributes. In fact, far from it. SEL, in SEL, everything is seen through a woke or critical race theory lens. And that's the key here for parents. You have to understand that no matter who's teaching your kids, when it comes to teaching them values and ethics, it will always come through a worldview lens. It has to. It's got to come through somebody's worldview. But what's so disturbing about SCL is that this is a sweeping movement that is going across the country, and we're finding it more and more in our local school systems. So I guess maybe where we should start this discussion, just to remind our listeners, uh, if they didn't hear our first broadcast on this topic, is to talk about where did SEL start. And it, it goes back a long ways. In fact, it goes back to the 1960s. And originally, from what we could discover, it came out of the Yale School of Medicine in New England. Yale, of course, is in Connecticut, mm-hmm. where so much damage uh, to the public school system started, whether it's Connecticut or Massachusetts. A lot of bad things happened from that part of the country, interestingly enough. But 
a, a man named James Comer piloted what was called the Comer School Development Program in, a, in an attempt to deal with children's behavioral and emotional issues in the public schools. In fact, the object way back then, George, in the 1960s, was to support the, quote, whole child in the school system, not just academics. Say what? Mark, this is this is a very important phrase that you just used here, the whole child. Yes. And, and it's a say what moment for me because I still remember probably about three years ago now, I was listening to Rebecca Friedrichs uh, giving a talk, and she used this phrase here, whole child, and started to unpack what it meant. Um, and... The, the interesting part is that the teachers' unions from way back, like you mentioned here in the 60s, have started to adopt these kind of um, approaches. And everything from social-emotional learning fits under the, this umbrella of the whole child. Uh, that's why today we start to see a lot of mental health clinics because it's the whole child that they need to support. Uh, when they are coming in with comprehensive sexuality education and pushing the right, you know, for abortion or for, um, you know, puberty blockers now too, or for other things, uh, that's because they have to support the whole child. So they will deviously use this phrase over and over without mentioning how it's applied. And it's such a wonderful sounding term, right? It's become like equity, the term equity that we're Mm -hmm. going to talk about. Uh, What's the matter with dealing with the whole child? But uh, as you've just pointed out, we see it over and over and over again in these teaching materials. Well, this effort percolated among researchers over the years, uh, probably through government money, Mm -hmm. grant money. That's where a lot of the money comes from for this kind of research. Then in 1994, an organization called CASEL was founded. It's spelled C-A-S-E-L, and it stands for Collaborative for Academic, Social, and Emotional Learning. And that was established in Chicago, where it still has its headquarters. So what is CASEL's mission and vision? Who are they? What, what is it that they're trying to accomplish? I, I think, George, it would be helpful for our listeners uh, to hear some of the direct quotes that comes from Castle's own website. I agree. We, we are not making this up. This is their, their own language. Um, this is basically, SEL is basically a program of social engineering. That, mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. As they advertise, quote, SEL is a lever for equity not equality. Here's one of these other terms of art, equity, Mm -hmm. which means equality of income redistribution or life outcome. It doesn't mean being treated equally under the law. And we hear this term everywhere. Or in in schools right now, uh, the whole subject of meritocracy. Correct, which is going away Mm -hmm. in favor of equity. Well, Quote, Castle's mission is to help make evidence-based social and emotional learning, SEL, an integral part of education from preschool to high school. We envision all children and adults as self-aware who work together to create a more inclusive, just, and equitable world. 
Where have you heard those terms before? <laughs> Critical theory. Critical race theory, uh-huh. uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion. inclusion. The departments are cropping up in government agencies and private companies across the world. And so this, you can see where all of this came from. It goes back to the 1960s. And, Mark, coming back to the whole child phrase, did you see how they said from preschool through high school? Yeah. Preschool is currently not government funded. That's right. And what is the big push now by the teachers' union? Well, in order to support the whole child, we need government funding for preschools as well. So they want to take our kids from as young of an age as possible, and hopefully those 14 years from preschool through high school, they will shape them in the form of their ethics and values. And they're doing it. In fact, a key objective is what Castle calls transformative SEL, which they define to mean, quote, transforming in equitable settings and systems and promoting justice-oriented civic engagement. The obvious question, George, is inequitable and justice according to who? Mm-hmm. Who's driving this agenda? What do they mean by these terms? What is it exactly that they're trying to accomplish? Well, we know what they're trying to accomplish. Transformative SEL is further defined as, quote, a process whereby young people and adults build relationships that facilitate co-learning for what purpose? Here's the purpose. To critically examine the root causes of inequity. That's the goal of social and emotional learning, George. It's all about conditioning. Say what? And that is a big say what again. Because to me, when when I read that, Mark, it almost sounds like religion. It sounds like religion. It sounds like a gospel. It sounds to me like Romans 12, 2, be not conformed to the ways of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. They're taking that exact verse, but flipping it over. They are. (laughs) Be not conformed to what inequitable systems? Well, the Judeo-Christian worldview that has dominated American society. Uh, But be conformed now uh, by the renewing of your mind. What SEL is the renewing of our children's minds according to their fixed ideas. And like any religion, it has its own doctrines and Mm -hmm. uh, modes of practice and and uh, types of behavior that uh, is expected of people that are indoctrinated into this, quote, religion, and it's no different uh, in SEL. In fact, Castle goes on to say, quote, this form of SEL is aimed at redistributing power, there it is, to more fully engage young people and adults, so this is not restricted to children, in working toward a just and equitable working toward just and equitable schools and communities. It does this by conditioning children to, quote, reflect on personal and social identities, examining prejudices and biases, interrogating social norms, disrupting and resisting inequities, and co-constructing equitable and just solutions. Oh. This is this is scary stuff. Scary, but it's it's revolutionary terminology. 
It really is. I mean, they're, they're calling basically for a social revolution here. That's what they're doing. In fact, they go on to say our goal is prioritizing students' individual and collective agency to take action for a more just schools and communities. In other words, George, SEL is not about learning to manage one's emotions or, you know, to behave better, to get along better in school with other kids. The real objective is a program of conditioning, indoctrination, to develop a nation of activists in the mold of critical race theory. That's what they're trying to do. Yep. So, Mark, how is this indoctrination accomplished? What, what means are they using? Well, it's through what Castle calls, quote, systemic implementation. We've heard of systemic racism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they have their own uh, terminology for uh, systemic, and it's implementing this program. Here's another quote, George. This systemic approach ensures that SEL is woven into all students' educational experiences. More than a single lesson or activity, SEL is integrated across key settings where students live and learn. Notice the term live. That means the home. Mm -hmm. Classrooms, schools, homes, and communities It also aligns school districts and state policies, resources, and actions to support SEL. Federal policies play a role in creating ripe conditions for supportive environments and rich learning experiences. So this is now coming from everywhere. We we hear in this quote, federal, we hear state, we hear local, we, we hear everything. So parents... Um, please, please, please be aware that this has now been federally, state, and locally funded. Yeah. This is not just an SEL curricula that is taught in you know a certain segment of the day. This is pervasive it is. in every curricula. Every, that's the thing. It's not about one course of instruction or curriculum or a class that a student signs up for, an elective, for example. Mm-hmm. In middle school, this is woven throughout the culture of the entire school. In the classrooms, SEL is carried out through things, George, like role-playing, scenario discussions, group psychology sessions, group meetings. You're not going to find a particular SEL course or curriculum. You probably won't. You might, but you probably won't. It's a pedagogy. It's a means of training students in accordance with this new worldview, this new religion. So at my uh, kids' elementary school, they would typically, this is last year, uh, they started implementing social-emotional learning, and it was the first 10 to 15 minutes of the day. They started off with a exercise such as role-playing or scenario discussion. Mm-hmm. That, was the, that was the typical approach. Um, and obviously, because last year everything was online, I got to you know hear a, a lot of that. Um, but uh, on on multiple occasions, I would have to then uh, send an email off to the teacher and ask for the slides that were used, and then comment on those slides and why those subjects were even being discussed. Um, it, it's it's crazy the things that they are doing. And you're probably one in 10,000 parents who would take the time to actually do that. In the meantime, these kids are are being uh, indoctrinated into this new ideology 
without parents even knowing yeah. what it is. They, they don't even realize it. In school districts, SEL, this, this is again a quote from Castle, should pervade every aspect of a district's work from the superintendent's office to academics and core priorities and on into the classroom. Georgia talked about state and federal policies. Well, SEL, Castle, they're lobbying for legislation and policies to implement this nationwide. In fact, they're even invading private company workforces. It's called the Workforce Initiative. They want this permeated everywhere. This this is the new religion in our, in our society that they have planned. And, George, I know you've seen this, but um, just for our listeners, they rely uh, to sort of communicate what SEL is all about by this wheel mm-hmm. graphic. Everybody's seen this wheel graphic. And it has concentric circles of SEL influence and activity. In the middle of the circle uh, is social-emotional learning. And then around that are five groupings of key things that students are going to be conditioned to learn about. Things like self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, relationship skills, responsible decision-making. And all of these things are taught in the classroom, in the school system. But you notice how devious this is because when you talk about self-awareness, I mean, a parent sees this and they're like, okay, that's a good thing, right? Uh, But when you actually would go down into the literature of what they mean by self-awareness, well, that's your identity. That's That's your sexual orientation. That's your gender expression. Yes. Uh, So parents, be aware dive into what these terms mean, and that's where you'll catch it. You've got to go deeper. So these concentric circles, it starts with uh, the classroom, and then it goes to the schools, the school-wide culture, practices, and policies. That's in this graphic. And then from there, it goes out to families and caregivers. So Mm -hmm. the schools want to um, form what they call authentic partnerships, with families and caregivers. And then finally, George, out to communities where we want to align learning opportunities, not just for kids in the classroom, but for the entire community. So this is this goes deep. It does. And, and parents, another thing here just to know, how, how do they partner with families and their community? If you subscribe to your local school district's um, you know, email listing, what you'll usually get is once a week on a Friday, the superintendent will usually send out their newsletter. Um, and in that newsletter, there are a lot of workshop opportunities that they invite parents to come and attend. Mm-hmm. And they're like seminars, basically, where they're teaching parents things from parenting skills, right? Because you have maybe, you know, teenage pregnancies and other things happening in your school district. So they want to offer those kind of services. Um, And and so that's where you'll see these kind of things popping up. Um, I've been subscribed to my local school district for the last three years now. And I'll just skim through that newsletter every single week when I get it. And things like this are happening all the time. So parents really need to be on the alert. Yes. So here's the question, George. Uh, how widespread is SCL here in California where we live? And uh, it, it's hard to tell. I mean, you, you have a case in point. You've seen it firsthand uh, in your children's school. But uh, I went on the governor's website, Governor Newsom's website, 
it's all over mm-hmm. uh, the governor's platform. In fact, I think there's a picture of his wife on uh, on the website. So you can go to governor's w- uh, website and just type in social and emotional learning, and you will learn a lot by doing that. In fact, not only is the government is the governor fully behind this initiative, so is the California Department of Education the State Board of Education, uh, certain third parties like Education First, Mm -hmm. uh, another one called Beyond Differences, and another one called Advance SEL in California. In fact, on the governor's website, there are a couple of screen graphics from Advance SEL in California that are very interesting. One says... How can SEL advance racial justice, address trauma, and reduce bias? Now, parents don't normally see these things. You have to dig a little bit deeper. But here it is, Mm -hmm. right on the governor's website. Here's another one. What's the point of teaching children about conflict resolution skills if we're not talking about the conflicts that exist because of racism or white supremacy? Say what? Yep. So Advance SEL in California is a new campaign to engage educators, school leaders, and families in a wider conversation about how to advance, elevate, and spur action on SEL best practices in California. Our long-term vision is to set school leaders up for success and spur them to action by, here we go again, Mm -hmm. serving the whole child yep getting qualified teachers into the uh, into the classroom there's another uh, organization george called first partner and they joined with the state superintendent of public instruction tony thurmond and the state board of education president linda darling hammond to launch sel throughout california schools and we talked a little bit about the op- in the opening of the broadcast about this term transformative SEL. Remember, mm, yep, that's uh, transforming inequitable settings and systems and promoting justice-oriented civic engagement to critically examine the root causes of inequity. Well, guess what? According to First Partner, and now Tony Thurmond and Linda Darling Hammond, that is the number one recommendation. To transformative SEL is to be the cornerstone, their words, of California's entire education system. And for parents who are listening to this that are not in California, you might wonder, well, uh, how does this apply to me? Typically what we've seen happen, and we've seen this with comprehensive sexuality education, is you have very liberal states that, that take the load of the financial investment to, yeah. to make and produce all of these curricula and documents, and then they just get exported. And we, we see that happening now across all of the other states in America where the health framework, 700-something pages, is basically just being copied and pasted to a different state now. It's being reused. Why and reinvent the wheel? Exactly. So that's what they're doing with this right now with SEL. That's how it's being pushed throughout all of the other states is they're taking what's being pushed in California. Here's the thing that's really disturbing about this, George. POK has great concerns about SCL because they are putting together a massive health data collection. Mm -hmm. They are collecting data from students. And they're doing this, excuse me, through invasive surveys and assessments without parental consent. And these services are often connected to student ID numbers, 
which are connected to their social security numbers. So this, this kind of data is going to follow you potentially over the rest of your life. Um, they deconstruct a child's identity and modify, and modify student uh, uh, beliefs and behaviors to accept this new critical race theory social constructs. That's religion that, that we're talking about. So parents have to take the time to learn about this. Yes. They need to interrogate uh, their school officials, their teachers, to find out that how deep SEL goes in their particular school, just like you have, George, in yours. And then they need to opt out. They need to opt their kids out as soon as possible. And if they're not comfortable uh, writing a letter to that effect, uh, POK has made it very easy. You can go on our website, uh, go to the menu tab, go down to parents, and then you will find the opt-out form. And we cover SEL um, in our opt-out language. Make sure you do that. Download that form, fill it out, send it in. And if you need to, if you need to go deeper and you're finding that the schools are not forthcoming, the next step is to do a FOIA request. Mm -hmm. California's version of that is called the California Public Records Act. In other words, a CIPRA. And they are bound by law to respond to you within 10 days of your inquiry. So parents, take action. Now. Don't leave this alone. It's too important. Until next time. We'll see you next time on Say What? You've been listening to Say What, the radio ministry of Protect Our Kids, where they seek to inform and equip concerned citizens about the crisis in American public education and the forces working against our children. Join us at this same time every Saturday as attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Roska Jr. unpack the issues so that we can better safeguard our nation's children. For more information about this program or Protect Our Kids, email the show at info at protectourkidsnow.org. That's info at protectourkidsnow.org. And join Mark and George right here next week at this same time for another episode of Say What? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.